Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets. The Warriors won again. That team looked like a team that was refreshed, that was happy to be home, that was actually really energized by a home crowd, even though it was like just a few thousand people at best, I think. And that's a team that looks like it's getting in rhythm after this long road trip, after all the trials and tribulations of trying to develop James Wiseman, dealing with injuries. It's like this team seems like it's taking that attitude of, okay, we got 12-ish games left. This is who we are. This is what we do. Let's get it. And I got to say, I enjoyed watching Andrew Wiggins' aggression after that kind of flub of a game that everyone had, but him in particular, in Washington, that loss and then missing that layup. It was nice to see him come out and really, really attack the basket. That's always a positive. I mean, when he is aggressive, he can do some very, very helpful things. And he's always aggressive on defense. So that bodes well for next season. He's what, 26 years old, just getting into his prime. He's going to be very, very helpful when Clay Thompson gets back. You can see how he will fit. Like, yes, third option, but just when you imagine how he'll fit in the overall kind of team schematics, that's actually something I'm really, really looking forward to. And yeah, it was nice to see fans there on TV and to really sense the vibe that's another reason why, even if it's only just the playing round, it would just be nice to have a home game in the playoff in the playing round because the Warriors feed off of that so much. It was cool, too, to see Kelly Oubre play in front of home fans. I've always felt that he is such an energy dude and he plays so much to the crowd that once you get fans in the arena, he would definitely be energized by that. This whole season has been a question of, is Ubre worth keeping? Should they have traded him at the trade deadline? Does he want to come off the bench? Is his salary slot going to be lost completely if they don't re-sign him? Is he going to fit next year? Obviously, now he's coming off the bench, something he said he didn't want to do. But man, he is so good at what he does well. He's not great in a lot of areas, but when it comes to just running on the break, playing with aggression, having energy, like that's huge. And coming off the bench, you can see if he were willing to, and if the Warriors signed him, if he were willing to come off the bench next year, and you can imagine a lineup maybe with him, Jordan Poole, throw in maybe Wiggins for some minutes or throw in Clay Thompson for some minutes or whomever, throw in Wiseman for some minutes and maybe whoever they draft, (laughs) if they get the Minnesota pick, then you're going to see a very, very energetic team that can really give a boost to the starting lineup. The last couple of games, the bench has played really well. We're all watching this with anticipation for who they might keep for next season. I've always said, If it works out and if he's happy coming off the bench and the money works out and the Warriors want to pay it, then I would love to see Kelly Oubre come off the bench next season. 
I said this before too, that if you can imagine a small ball lineup with Steph, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, and Draymond Green, that would be kind of a poor man's <laughs> death lineup. You know what I mean? That's a lot of length in the six, 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 seven range. That's a lot of defensive switchability. And that's a lot of athleticism and scoring. You got shooting with Stephen Clay and you got athleticism with Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins. I would totally take that if it all works out, if everybody's happy, if no one's complaining about their role. A lot has to happen. You know, we have to see what the Warriors draft situation is. We have to see. I mean, the question is, like, if he wants to start, who's going to pay him for one? And then who's going to let him start? If you just think off the top of your head, teams that need a starting small forward, there probably aren't that many great options that want to spend on Kelly Oubre. You know, not for the 20 mil that he probably hopes to get. And looking at his stat line this season and how he's produced this season, he hasn't shown that he's like this $20 million scoring wing that should be in the starting lineup. You know, for stretches, maybe. But right now, who knows? But he could also just be sitting there saying, I'm going to be a great teammate and I'm going to show out when I get the opportunity. I'm not going to rock the boat because that's going to look really bad. And I'm just going to play out these 12 games and whatever playoffs happen and then leave and then move on. You know, he could just be doing that. Either way, I do like what he's been bringing the last couple of games. You know, you could see a scenario where it works. Stranger things have happened, but uh, I still think he pieces out. That all remains to be seen. Who knows? He could have a couple stinker games and then I'll be like, yeah, you know, it just doesn't work. But yeah, the Warriors are getting into playoff mode and that's that's kind of fun to see. Like they're they have this identity now and they have their roles. And that's something that as a bunch of new guys with very little training camp and some young guys, it's something they didn't have. And with all these injuries, you know, I mean it's happened throughout the league with COVID and people sitting out and injuries with a crazy schedule. You know, one thing I will say though, Denver Denver looks like they're in a little bit of trouble. They're still a very good team, but they're definitely not who they were with Jamal Murray. And, of course, uh, Monte Morris and uh, Will Barton got hurt in that game. Monte Morris was already out, so they were missing a bunch of wings, scoring guards, all that stuff. They have Austin Rivers, but, I mean, we know him very, very well. We'll see. We'll see, like, how much Denver can really go up against the best teams in the West during the playoffs. I had been pulling for them, you know, like I don't want the Lakers. I don't want the Clippers. I'll take the Suns. I'll take the Jazz. I'll take the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, repping the West in the finals. I mean, they trade for Aaron Gordon. They have Michael Porter Jr. So they have guys that can score, but are their guards going to be good enough? Anyway, that is all I got. That's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Pino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.